So this podcast episode really gets into what the whole podcast is about. Um, This is, I don't want to say the most important episode, but it's an important one that kind of explains why I'm even doing this podcast in in the first place and also kind of explains to you why this podcast is worth your time and worth listening to and explaining the whole idea behind it. So as you know from the description of the podcast, the podcast is about finding creative voice, which I've alluded to in the earlier episodes, but now I want to go a little bit deeper on because it's such an important topic. And like I said, it's the main topic in this podcast. I'm Chris Valdheims, and this is the Hyper Memoir Podcast. And today we're talking about finding your creative voice. So one of the things that occurred to me recently, and this came on the heels of all of the new developments in artificial intelligence and artificial AI generated art, which is, you know, talking to a lot of artists and creators in my day job, working with artists and creators, we've been talking a lot about AI and what kind of impact it's going to have on um, creators and artists and people who make their living by being creative. And one of the things that I've always come back to, and I've believed this even before thinking about AI, but it's really an interesting tie-in, is that the best thing that someone can have, the one thing that you can have that will not be replicated by artificial intelligence is your creative voice. So what is your creative voice? Your creative voice is the sum of your experiences and your stories and your viewpoints, really your way of looking at the world that's going to be unique, that's going to be different from everybody else. And that's something that can't be replicated. Now, AI can replicate technique, it can replicate styles, and however you might feel about that, it's something that's happening and something that we all have to contend with. So again, myself as a creator who supports other creators, I'm always thinking about well, what can we do given that reality? And the answer that I've come to, and it was the answer I was coming to anyways, but it just so happens that this weird AI discussion kind of fit in. Um, What we can do is develop our creative voice. That's something that AI um, will never be able to replicate. If you think about it, an AI doesn't really have experiences. Yes, it can draw upon the experiences of the entire human race, But in terms of creating something that other people can relate to, in terms of creating something that is informed by another human being's lived experience, it really can't do that. It can simulate that probably to a really high degree. But I think at the end of the day, what a lot of people want is they want to connect with other people. They want to connect with artists who have an experience that somehow links with their own, that somehow speaks to them. And that's why finding creative voice is important, even outside of the context of AI. I think that the best artists, in fact, I know that the best artists are the ones who have a clear voice, who have a clear point of view. They have a way of seeing the world and they're using their art, they're using their expression as a means of transmitting that viewpoint. And ideally, it's a viewpoint that takes humans further, helps us to progress, helps us to become better people and do all the things that art would always aspire to. At least in my view, that's my viewpoint. You might differ. So you see what I'm talking about. It's about creative voice. It's about being able to say, well, here's my opinion. You might disagree and that's fine. We can have a difference of opinion. We can have a difference of viewpoint. So finding creative voice is a thing. And so one of the things that became apparent to me 
in this whole exploration of creative voice and actually has become apparent to me in my own life in dealing with challenges in finding my creative voice. And it's been a challenge for me. I'll explain more about that maybe later in this podcast or in other episodes. You'll definitely hear about what I'm talking about. But um, one of the challenges is we often lose our creative voice for whatever reason. Um, we can, st- you know, we start with creative voice. And I actually have a cool quote that relates to this. Hopefully I don't forget to read it. But um, we all start with a creative voice and just life in general, life and circumstance and necessity often can diminish that. And it's just even a societal kind of thing where the, the, the I guess, desire to stand out becomes less and less. There's a lot of the, I would say that just by nature of society and culture, uh, the, na- the, the move is conformity, right? The sort of direction that I think if you don't push back, if you don't take an active step against it, the direction of society is going to be one of conformity. And I don't necessarily even mean that as a critique of society in any way. I'm just stating what I see as an obvious force that exists, whether we like it or not. Now we can find out or explore how we might change that. But I think the way we would change that, my sort of solution to that is on the individual level. I don't think there's going to be any overarching change to society without a change in individuals. So for me, that's how this individual quest of finding creative voice actually hopes to change society and change culture. I want to see more people expressing themselves and expressing themselves in a way that's productive, in a way that helps other people, in a way that resonates with other people and makes them feel something. So that's what it is. And I think the quote that I wanted to share with you is, uh, let me find it. Oh yeah, this was one from Pablo Picasso. And I think you've probably heard it before. It's I, I, I know I've heard it before, but I just happened to write it down recently. It's this, every child is an artist. The problem is how to remain an artist once we grow up. So there you go. There's your Picasso quote for the day. So this is something that I, I don't know when he made this quote or said this, but I'm going to guess like a hundred years ago. But this is something that I think has been a constant thing in society, a constant thing in civilization is that we're all born creative. We're all born with a creative voice, but society mutes it. Society tends to, um, I guess, diminish the creative voice. So what I'm trying to do here, because this is what I've been doing for myself, is find ways to increase that creative voice, work against that. And I've had to actively do that. I mean, in my own life, um, for a variety of reasons, like I said, won't get too into that right now, but will later, um, my own creative voice, I felt like was really diminished. So I'm a creative person, always have been. I grew up drawing, making music, writing, doing all this stuff. And, you know, as I entered adulthood, I still did it, but I didn't really feel like I could share it or voice it. So I had a lot of stuff that I would create. And so being creative was never a problem for me. I can create like that. Not a problem. What was a problem for me, and this is different than being creative, what was a problem is sharing my viewpoint. What was a problem is sharing the way that I see the world, or even just on a practical level, sharing my artwork with other people. That was a big challenge and challenge for a lot of reasons. But I think a lot of the reasons you might uh, might suspect, things like fear of rejection, fear of judgment, fear of success even, fear of failure. These are things that a lot of people feel. And I think that those are kind of the countervailing forces against sharing stuff. So for myself, in the past few years, I've really been on this quest on, well, how can I regain that? How can I regain that feeling 
that not only is it safe to create, but it's also okay to share things, that it's not going to ruin my life, which is something I've thought more than once, that, hey, if I share this, somehow it's going to ruin my life. It's never happened. But finding creative voice, that's really what it's been about for me for these last few years. And um, just as a side note, you know, one of the ways that I've been doing that is a through this podcast, this is a relatively new endeavor, but I've also written a book and it's a very personal memoir about my own story and the sort of things that happened in childhood. I have a really weird, um, really kind of convoluted family story. So I wrote about that. So it's really personal, really vulnerable. And what I realized in doing that is, again, it was easy to write the book and then the real challenge. Okay. I don't want to say it was easy to write the book. It was difficult to write the book, but the real challenge emotionally, the thing that I was going to find the hardest is sharing it with other people and being vulnerable and sharing this hard work that I've done with other people. Again, for the reasons I stated before, fear of judgment, fear of failure, fear of success, all of these things that sort of have become implanted in me over the years. So um, that's been my quest. That's what I've been focused on for the last few years. And I'll tell you, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Um, It's something that I think for anybody who feels this way, it's going to be a journey from maybe zero to 100. So it's not something that's going to happen in a month. It's not something that's going to happen maybe even in a year. It might take years. And I can tell you from my experience, it's taken me years to get to a point where I feel like I can share things that I've written with other people. So think about that. I've spent years where I will write. I'll create something and then I, you know, get to that threshold and I'm like, eh, you know, let me think about it. Maybe it's not good enough. Maybe it needs changes. Maybe people will judge me, whatever, whatever bullshit stories I wanted to put out there um, are out there. They're, you know, they're, or I should say in there, right? And those are the things that kind of held me back. So for me, it's actually become a practice and doing things like going on social media or creating a podcast are part of that practice, part of breaking through that wall. So they're repeatedly doing it on this journey. Um, I like a quote. There's this quote by um, artist and author Austin Kleon. He wrote a couple of books. Um, I think one of them is called Steal Like an Artist. Um, anyway, the quote from Austin Kleon goes like this. The only way to find your creative voice is to use it. It's hardwired, built into you. Talk about the things you love your voice will follow. So I really took that to heart because what I've noticed is if you do what you love and that's going to be your creative passion, whatever it is that you're creatively drawn to, if you do that enough, you're going to start developing that voice. And then the next move is to start getting it out there, right? So then start sharing that with other people. So that's the journey. That's the nature of the journey. Obviously, it's more complicated than that. And that's why I've even created a podcast about this because there's so many um, aspects to this. There's so many levels to this. There's so many ingredients to this whole idea of finding and developing creative voice. Um, so yeah, let me just see what else we have here. Um, I mean, it really is a process of blowing through internal resistance. I mean, even yesterday, I'll tell you that earlier this week, I shared excerpts from a book that I wrote, the book that I mentioned earlier. I shared it with a bunch of friends and family. And these are people that I trust, people that I care about, people that care about me and people that trust me, people who want to see me do well. And I shared it with them. And after I shared it with them, my sort of thought was, did I just ruin my life? Did I just, are all these people going to think this is a crazy person? Like these are the ravings of a lunatic, right? That was my thinking after I sent it out. But that's sort of this ingrained fear. And the answer is maybe they'll think that. I don't know. I'm just doing what comes natural. I'm just writing what 
feels true to me and sharing it with other people. And so if other people don't like it, that's not really my responsibility. That's not really my job to take that into account. My job is to create stuff and share it with people. So that's what I did. But anyway, my point is that feeling of kind of jumping off a cliff. And I was talking with another writer about this this morning. She laughed because she recognized exactly what I was talking about. Um, she was telling me how, you know, she's had moments where she's written, and this is a professional writer, by the way. This is someone who has long made her living writing. She's told me that, um, you know, there's things that she's shared where she felt like, holy shit, I just ruined my life, or holy shit, people are going to think X, Y, and Z things about me. And it's a normal feeling. And there's all kinds of these feelings that are normal in sharing your creative work with other people. So just putting that out there, just kind of sharing that if you do feel like you can't share things with people, know that it's a normal feeling. I'm not saying that it's a good feeling or that you should ignore it or whatever. I believe in engaging with it. And I believe in going right for the core of that feeling and getting in there and acting despite those feelings. But the first step is to recognize that. And so that's something that I've actually been practicing for these, you know, last years, I can explain what I've done and my techniques and methods and all that in a later episode. But I just wanted to say that that's something that's out there in case you feel like you're the only one who has these feelings. You're not. Um, a lot of us do, all of us do. And I'm sure even established artists do. I mean, I've even heard of stories of artists who have performed for decades who get out and like they're shaking before performances. It's, it's scary. It's scary to put yourself out there. It's scary to be vulnerable, scary to share things that are important to you and personal to you and that can be criticized by other people because there are critics. And by the way, fuck them. But, you know, point is they exist and it's not always easy to deal with it. So um, we have a resistance. So, yeah, I mean, what I would say is it's, you know, again, developing creative voice is a process. And so that's why I've even created this podcast. Like I said before, the whole idea is we want to make that process easier. And I want to share the tools and resources that I've found helpful and the people that I've found helpful in kind of getting to the point where I'm at now. And by the way, I'm nowhere close to where I want to be. I'm midpoint in the journey, let's say, or a few years into the journey. And maybe the journey lasts the rest of my life. But the point is, I'm farther than nowhere. I've learned something. So, and I'm sure there's a lot of you who are farther along than I am, but maybe there's gaps that you have. Maybe there's things that I've learned that you um, missed for whatever reason. I mean, who knows? I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm just saying that, you know, we all have things to share. So um, what I would say, you know, just to kind of wrap this up, and this is, you know, again, the whole idea of creative voice being different than being creative is what this episode is about. So I just want to drive that point home. But I think there's really three steps, and I tried to like reduce this whole concept and these whole ideas down into three actionable steps that you can take to develop creative voice. So here are three steps you can take to develop creative voice. So number one is engage with your passions. So what I mean by that is dive into topics and activities that interest you the most. And as you explore these areas, your creative voice will emerge naturally. Number two is embrace vulnerability. You share your work with others, even if it feels intimidating. Overcoming the fear of judgment and rejection is a significant part of de developing your creative voice. Finally, be consistent and patient. The progress might be slow, but keep showing up. Be patient. Know that eventually it'll happen, and this is a practice. It's like a muscle. The more you work it, the more it grows. So keep that in mind as you go on the quest of developing and finding your own creative voice. So that's all I have to say about this topic for today. 
I'm sure I'll come back to it many times in this podcast, but we'll kind of just stop there for now. Um, If you want, subscribe, uh, leave a review, do all the things that are going to help spread the word about this podcast if you think it's valuable. If you don't, great. Hope you enjoyed it. 